Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I am with uh, Councilwoman Zanetta Everhart, Buffalo Common Councilwoman, representing the Maston District. Zanetta, you as chair of the Education Committee for the Buffalo Common Council are looking to make some change in schools, starting with uh, school suspensions. Talk to me about the issue on school suspensions and as well as what was discussed uh, during the committee meeting yesterday. For me, it's about how are we creatively thinking about how we're educating our children? Are we going to suspend them and just send them home? And then, you know, when they get back, now they're, you know, assignments behind and things like that. No, like we need to rethink how we're doing that system, right? Because for me personally and what I see out in the community and what I hear from parents, is that it's not working and their students are falling behind and they're not getting their work done, right? And so, yes, we have to, you know what I mean, uphold the standards of the school district and make sure that our children are, you know, behaving the way they should be behaving, but we also have to make sure that we are educating our students at the same time. And so my idea, um, which I did take to the superintendent as well as a few of the different board members, um, was that we, yes, okay, this student was suspended, but instead of sending them home, they have to instead report somewhere. They have to go to a community center or to a school building, right? And they will get the instruction that they need. They can get their school work done, but also, they can do, uh, they can learn a skill. They can, you know, work with an organization to do some actual real work that's not only teaching them something, but also helping their community at the same time. And I think that that's a better way of, you know what I mean, obviously making sure that, you know, this student is held accountable, but also showing that student that, you know, we still care about you. We're not just throwing you away. We still want you to become educated. We still want you to be a part of our society. We don't just want to throw them into the streets because they did something wrong, right? Because that, I I don't need to tell anyone, you know, what that turns into, right? Because that turns into that student spending time in the streets. That turns into this student getting in unnecessary trouble, right? And so we have to create safe spaces, even though this child did something wrong, we still have to create safe spaces for that kid. And so that is that was my idea. And, you know, the point of, you know, where I'm trying to take the education committee is that I am trying to build tables, build longer tables, bigger tables when it comes to educating our students, right, and also providing them with extracurricular activities and after-school programming and things to do on the weekends and things to do 
throughout the summer, right? So we have a lot of organizations in the city of Buffalo who are operating and doing youth programming, which is wonderful. But the problem is a lot of parents don't know about these programs. And so I wanted to make sure that I create a space where we can all come together and say, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing over here. Well, in my neighborhood, we're doing this. And how can we share ideas, right? And then also make sure that our parents and our youth know what's happening. Another point of these meetings is to find out what's missing. What is it that our youth in the community want to participate in that we're not offering, right? Because a lot of times we as adults, we create these programs and, you know, we put all this money and resources into a program, but if the students don't show up, then what point, what, what's the point of having that program, right? If they're not interested in doing or participating in that program, why do we have it? And that now we have a failed, you know, resource in our community. And so I want to make sure that our youth understand that this, this table is for them as well, because I want to hear from them what do they need, what's going on in their direct neighborhood that they feel is missing, and how can the adults in the room provide that for them, right? I want them to know that this is their community, and we are here to serve them. We are here to help make sure that they're successful. And so that, that is basically what I am trying to do with the education committee um, while I am the um, education chair. Did you hear anything during the education committee um, from students and educators as far as important takeaways? Are students not learning and getting help with their work regardless of suspension? Yes, some of the students did speak. So we had about, what do we have, about three students who spoke um, throughout the evening yesterday, and that was one of the things that they said. They said even with in-school suspension, they're literally just put in a room. And that's it. And they're just left to their own devices. There is no instructor. There is no teacher in there. They're not given, you know what I mean? Yeah, they may have had homework or something like that, but there's no one there guiding them and teaching them anything throughout the day with their in-school suspension, right? And so how wonderful would it be if what I am proposing helps them in that space, right? We reach out to an organization who says, you know what? Yeah. I can pick up a couple of kids throughout the school day. I can take them. I can help them with their homework, but I can also teach them something, right? Give them a project to do. Let them be involved in something. And so that's what I'm saying. Like that, my idea literally solves the problem of the issue that that student raised last night. Can you talk to me a little bit more on the proposal of the pilot program itself? How will it work necessarily and who will be leading the students in education when they get suspended? Yeah, so right now, like you said, it, is, it will be a pilot phase. I did talk to the superintendent about this. We'll take a couple of kids, and what I've done is I've done the homework on this already, right? I've reached out to a number of community organizations who have already said throughout the day, if there is some students who's been suspended, they are willing to take on those students throughout the school day. So that way they're not going home. They're going somewhere where they can get help with their instruction, but they also get to participate in some sort of community project. And those those organizations include uh, PAL, right? We're all um, police athletically. We're all very familiar with the programming that they do. They are willing to do this. Uh, my great friend Dwight Lowe, who runs Home Beneath Our Feet, who actually already has a youth program where he takes kids out into the community and he teaches them how to build community gardens and how to grow their own food, 
he too has already said, I will take on a group of students throughout the school day. I will help them with their homework. I will make sure they get their schoolwork done, but I'm going to also do something to help them enrich their lives and their community. So, so that, that's the focus of, of the pilot program, and that's exactly what will happen. Some members of the school board, I'm being told, were there as well. What were their thoughts on this uh, pilot program? They, the school board members that were there think this is a great idea. They actually told me that years ago in Buffalo Public Schools, they actually used to do something like this. And they're excited to see that this was just an idea that I had and that this is something that they used to do. So they're excited to see how this pans out. You also mentioned, you know, broadening the table, you know, with these proposed changes, is this the start of City Hall making more of an impact, you know, in our in our public school system? I Well, you know, of course, the city of Buffalo should be at the table, right? Buffalo Public Schools should be at the table. Parents should be at the table. You should be at the table. Organizations that are operating in our community should be at the table. Everyone should always be at this table. These are our children. Right, like, wh- why aren't we already at the table together? Right, it's, and it's not just you know influence over. Like, I I don't believe that the city of Buffalo needs to have influence over the Buffalo Board of Education or Buffalo Public Schools. I think that the city of Buffalo needs to be a partner and needs to be at that table with them, working collaboratively, so that way we can get the programs for our children and making sure that the education system is working for our children. We all need to be sitting at the table. This is, I'm not talking about, you know, the city of Buffalo coming in as an overlord. No, what I am saying is that we are all, we all have a vested interest in the success of our children and we all need to be sitting at the same table having the same conversation because right now, yes, there are things that are happening and they're working in our school districts and around the city, but guess what? everyone's doing their own thing and everyone's doing the same thing in many spaces. And so why aren't we talking to each other? Why aren't we all at the same table? And that's just what I'm trying to do. I am not trying to come in here as an overlord or overseer or any of that. I am trying to come in here as a community partner and say, let us all sit down at the table and figure out how we can help our children, how we can share resources, how we can come together to get more resources, right? How can we, you know, that is my point. I think that, you know, the more people at the table, the easier it is for us to solve these issues that we're having in our community. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.